Greetings, geeks. Going live a little early. Taylor should be here in a little while. But, man, I'm just reading the news and things are going so well on a scotch-filled Monday night. Um, I got a bunch of action figures on pre-order. I have, like, two dioramas on pre-order, you know, that are just going to set my shit off. I just need a good camera. But, I mean, Quan has an Oscar nomination for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Harrison Ford is talking about it, bragging on his boy. It's just the perfect intersection of nostalgia and fun, you know. Um, Surgeon General chiming in on the age that is appropriate for social media. Like children don't have parents who can't keep them off social media. I don't know. I really think I could just read all of my news feeds all day and make money off of streaming. But Fox Entertainment and Hulu ink a new deal. Are you kidding me? D Michael Mouse is in control of your parent company. Literally, Hulu is owned by Disney, and Fox is owned by Disney. How is that news? How is that news that Hulu is going to continue to carry Fox stuff? It's so dumb. It's just so dumb. I don't know. I don't know. Been a great day, though. Had a really fun Monday. We're going to talk about all of the new comics coming out later on this week. It's... it's it's a mediocre week. I'm going to be honest. It's a lackluster sort of week, but there's some big name books coming out, especially over at DC. DC is bringing out all of the love. Hey, Andy, Andy chiming in. Uh, I did. And, and just, just so you know, Andy in the chat is the, the guy. The guy over at the uh, Facebook group, the Outright Geekery Facebook group, which is so much damn fun. But I have updated a whole bunch of links on the OutrightGeekery.com uh, website, which isn't really a website. It's more of just a landing page, so whatever. But go over there, OutrightGeekery.com. There is a new link to the group. Uh, along with the page, you know, with the the regular standard page link that we have up there. So go over there, check that out, join that group, have a shit ton of fun with Andy, talking about just all kinds of pop culture and great fun. Um, again, I'm not sure where. I'm sure he's going to be here one way or another. We're going to do the show. But, uh, oh, wait. Oh, there he is. There he is. Taylor, we are live. Just FYI. I've just been reading off my news feed. It's just been such a great day for news. Keha Wakan has an Oscar nomination. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl. The action figures are on their way. The dioramas are on their way. I'm glad you're having such a good day, Gomer. a fantastic Monday. It's not even that it's a good day. It's like, oh, it's Monday. You know, I can't you, feel good for like the fans of the Philadelphia Eagles as a group because they are a vile, despicable group of people. But I do feel glad for fun. you, like we my have personal fun. connection with you. I, you know, I, I yeah, can, we, I can we have fun. You. Yeah, we're very yeah, that's exuberant. A, that's a very yes. charitable way of putting it. Hey, Andy, how's it we going? We have fun. Yeah, 
Yeah, Andy's been hanging out. I updated some links on the Outright Geekery landing page. Things are going great. Uh, we got Andrew. Love this place. Cannot get enough of your content. Oh, Andrew. Wow. Thank you so much, dude. That's awesome. That's really funny now, thing to say. While me and Taylor are doing what? Like two hours a week of content. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just doing Yeah, we the, are. Just doing this show. Yeah, we are at the very bottom of that. We are barrel, not that doing game. the heavy lifting here. Yeah, we are sure. not doing the heavy lifting. That's Henry 1, Henry 2, Andy, all those guys getting it done. And, yeah, thanks so much for, for all your helps. And thank you, Andrew, for hanging out. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's 7. We're doing the show. We're talking about all the new comics coming out this week. Let's just lean into it, bro. Let's do it. This is another show that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sheer fucking hubris. Oh. The card season three looks like it's going to be the best thing ever. I mean, it is basically just Star Trek The Next Generation, you know, the, the later years. The Nostalgia Circle yeah. Church. Yeah. Dude, hey, I think that's. So much. Greetings, geeks. Welcome back. It's another episode of this Geeky Comics Outright Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. Andy chiming in. Uh, I just a goof and kick ass hats. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, it's the uh, Gomer and Taylor hour. We're doing just the previews this week, or, or just. Tonight, I guess. Um, it's an okay week. It's an okay week. Taylor, how did your night go? I haven't talked to you in like 23 hours. How did it go? Oh, it's been all right. Um, they're, uh, they're telling us to be ready to switch over to virtual tomorrow in case we get this big snowstorm coming in, which for Tennessee yeah. standards is like maybe a half inch of snow and we're going to shut everything Dude, down. It's supposed to be less than a quarter inch of ice and they are trying to shut shit down. Um, yeah. yeah, well, I guess they got snow days to cash in. Might as well use them. Yeah, it's all the same for me. I work from home. Um, uh, since we've last met, I watched The Last of Us season three or pardon me, episode three. And I cried like it was a Pixar movie, dude. Oh, my God. I haven't gotten around to that yet. So Nick I'm, uh... Offerman, if he doesn't get an Emmy nomination for this episode, it's a travesty. Holy shit. It was so good. Um, but, again, we digress. We're talking about comics. Let's talk about – oh, is it, it going to do it? Oh, I'm not even sharing the show or sharing my screen. Hold on. Damn it. You knew something was going to fail. I mean, there it is. It, like okay. clockwork, right? Someone like gives us like flattering praise and then you just fuck up immediately. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks, Andrew. Welcome to the shit show. Just like, just like Andy said, welcome to the shit show. Uh, on this show, we'll talk about all the new comic books coming out this week. Uh, it's kind of a mediocre week, but there are some really good gems in this. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's always. Book. There's always a treasure in the trash, usually, you know, at least some yeah. every week. Uh, we started an image. Uh, if you see something, say something, chat. If you guys want us to talk about some books that are coming out, definitely let us know. Uh, Andy's showing out in there. Man, funny you mentioned DC stuff, man. I've been watching a ton of stuff with my son lately. 
He's mentioning my wife the other day at DC is awful and making future films, but smacks when it comes to making cartoons. Wow. Uh, your son is just a typical geek, dude. Your son is I mean, just your son is nerd. entirely correct. I mean, DC's is. animated movies are significantly better than the competitions. And yes. Live yeah, action, I, it is kind of the inverse there, where like yeah. Marvel it's, it's, is like has been dominating that sphere for God, like 15 years at this point. Oh, it, it it doesn't seem that long, but you're absolutely right. Um, the DC animated stuff is, I mean, top notch. It's you the know best what is shockingly good: the Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Dude, it's wonderful. It Mask is one of the, the Phantasm. Uh, Mask of the Phantasm. The Joker in Batman <laughs> Beyond gets me every time. Yeah, it's, those are like if you don't know about those, then you know you're watching the wrong show. I'm just saying, like yeah. the Batman uh, from the recent things, though. That's like yeah. that's like the perfect fan service movie. You know, it really is. You get like it the really you get like the Batmobile going side by side with like the Battleship. You get like. Um, they fight each other, but then they team up and have pizza in the back. Hey, it's everything you could possibly want. You get like mutagen versions of Batman's rogues gallery. Yeah, it's wild, dude. It's so good. It's so good. Um, all right, moving on. Comics coming out this week. All the new stuff dropping. Again, it's a mixed bag. Starting off in Image Comics. If you see something, say something. The almighty number one. Uh, this is a creator-owned uh push edward laroche doing the writing and the art on this uh we don't really know much about this third world america a post-apocalyptic 2098 sort of thing um we'll see how it goes i'm definitely gonna read this but we don't really get a lot from this solicit you know we get it that it's an edward laroche book that's it (laughs) that's enough that's really enough you know for me to jump in and and take a look so uh, we'll talk about that on the Monday show, I'm sure. Uh, Blood Tree is also worth mentioning because Peter J. Tomasi moving into more of a creator-owned sort of landscape here with Image Comics. I'm excited for him to 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 be you know moving on into that. Um, it seems like your basic po- uh, police procedural. But there's like an angel killer, a sociopath who preys on the innocent family members of known murderers in order to purify society. Really high level sort of premise there. I'm not sure I'm all on board, but it's hard to deny. Peter J. Tomasi is a great writer. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely see, you know, see how that goes. Uh, not really a whole bunch else from Image Comics this week. Like we said at the top of the show, it's a midweek. Eight billion genies getting no a shit ton of reprintings. Every issue getting yeah. another. Well, here's your opportunity to catch up, I guess. Uh, yeah. If you're not reading Eight Billion Genies, catch up. It's a great po- post-apocalyptic uh, story with this weird twist. Uh, it's already been picked up for an adaptation on Amazon, I think. But uh, yeah, don't miss out on that uh, if you can. Even on the spec market, these late printing variants often you know pick up on the spec market so uh look at that variant cover i mean these are just epic you know all the genies uh, i mean if you're reading the story you understand the variant covers but yeah great book uh flawed hits its penultimate issue nita hall's nightmare blog continues uh that's the end of the story arc 
Radiant Black continues the whole Massiverse thing going on, which has gotten way bigger than I ever thought it would. Man, um, this thing has really taken off. Like, it so has, dude. I, I it's understand. like we're supporting like five books right now, right? It, it's at least th three ongoings and like three or four minis. It's so massive. I mean, it's massive verse. Um, I'm not caught up. Dave's caught up as far as I know. He'll talk about it on the Monday show, I'm sure. Or on the Sunday show, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens there. Uh, Rogue Sun is another Massiverse book. It's it, it just, yeah, it won't stop. Uh, moving on, Savage Dragon. It wouldn't be a week without uh, Eric Larson, but we also get Walking Dead, Kirkman with his uh, redos. Uh, again, kind of a light week at uh, Image in terms of volume, but man. Having all those 8 Billion Genies reprints are really good for the uh, uh, direct market. Blood Tree number one and Almighty number one. Uh, moving on to Boom, Approach number four has been a really fun uh, horror book. Uh, but again, that's really all they have going on there. Uh, Briar has been fun, the penultimate issue there for that horror series. Magic and Mighty Morphin uh, trade and a box, a long box to collect your... Once in Future issues. Once in Future is still one of the best series that uh, Boom has ever put out. Uh, moving on to Dark Horse. Man, I want to show you this, dude. Because this is rad. I know we don't usually talk about the toys and stuff. But, dude, that is a rad piece. That's I am glad piece. you did. That is cool as hell. Yeah, I know you're a huge fan of this <laughs> series. Uh, and especially this game. But... Yeah, I'm a big fan of Majora's Mask too. I'm more of a, a Ocarina of Time fan than I am a Majora's Mask fan. But man, this is a dope piece. You're allowed to be wrong piece. about that, but yeah, they I mean yeah. they're both good games. Yeah, really cool. Piece. What's the scale on that? Uh, let me look. I'm not sure. It's saying it's 109. I would imagine Oof. it's regular size. You know. Yeah. But man, it's I mean, I'm not lying. I would love to have that on my desk. It's 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 pricey though, dude. It's yeah. very pricey. That is uh, a big ask. Do you have another edition? I think this might be. Yeah, it's a big ask. For ninety dollars, but very very. Uh, but above that, uh, not much on the comics end from Dark Horse this week. Minor threats. Murder Inc. gets a new trade with Ben just moving his stuff. Uh, quick stops. We get your, you know kevin stuff over there um but we will talk about where monsters lie number one kyle starks is doing a book over at dark horse where all of the monsters like your freddy's your jason's your michael myers when they're not murdering people they take a vacation and they go to the same place like this retreat for these slasher villains from these movies well, one dude who was actually had his parents murdered, you know, by these guys, figures this shit out. So he's going to Slasher Vacation Town to go murder all these assholes. It seems like a whole lot of fun. That is a um, very fun premise, yes. It is. A, yeah, it's a really fun premise. I'm hoping that Kyle Starks can pull it off. He's done a lot of good stuff in the past, so... Yeah, this is really high on my radar this week. Um, I'm assuming it's like it's like Jason, but not Jason, and like you know Pennywise, oh, but yeah. not Pennywise. 
yeah, yeah. Freddy, but not quite Freddy. You know, yeah. he's got a foot. He's got a boot with knives on it instead of a glove. Something <laughs> stupid yeah. like that, you know. But yeah, seems really, uh, really fucking cool premise. I'm definitely picking that up. Uh, Young Hellboy uh, finishes off that four uh, issue run. I know Dave's been reading that and enjoying it. Um, uh, moving on to IDW, Breath of Shadows. This is a weird sort of book. Uh, it's Rich Duick and Alex Cormack. They have teamed up on a lot of books before, but it's the mid-60s. It's a band. The lead singer is all strung out on drugs. He tries to get off the drugs by going to, like, this weird, you know, like, a commune where he can get off of that sort of thing. But when he goes to do it, the way they get him off the drugs seems to have this weird demonic sort of angle to it. Like, sure, you can get off the drugs, but you're going to sell your soul and then your nightmares are going to go fucking crazy. So we'll see how that goes. It looks like a really fun sort of. So I guess the moral book. of our story is never stop using drugs. Never stop using drugs. Yes. I mean, maybe. We'll see how it ends. <laughs> but, no, that does uh, sound like a pretty interesting premise. Yeah, it's a it's a it's it's highbrow, you know. And that's really the theme of this week, you know. All of these weird independent books doing creator-owned ideas that are coming off of the back of I don't know. Are, are they taking mescaline? Are all of our comic book writers just on mescaline? Uh, anyway, finishing up at IDW, My Little Pony and Star Trek number four, $5 they're asking for that book. IDW knows what they got. They know they're selling Star Trek books. And yeah, Star Trek comics yeah, have not I mean, been as good now as they've ever been, ever. Yeah, they're having so quite good. the run here. Um, you don't usually bat an eye when like a Marvel or a DC book goes up to five bucks, but these indies mm-hmm. usually don't go that far. So yeah, that is a pretty big uh, statement yeah. on that part. Yeah, one hundred percent. Great covers on there. Um, so yeah, that's it for most of the independent stuff. Moving on to DC, Batman Legends of Gotham number one. This is a one shot anthology sort of book over at DC. This is really weird. It's pulling in stories from everything that's basically going on right now at DC Comics. We got Lazarus Planet. We got Dawn of DC. We got Wonder Woman doing some things. We have I Am Batman with the Batman of New York doing some things. So a pretty good book that has potential to lean into what's going on with everything else at DC comics. I mean, it sounds like it's a hard pull at six bucks. It is a lot for six bucks, but I guess this is probably there. Like, Hey, um, here's your opportunity to be up to speed on everything we're about to do. So it, it could serve as a decent jumping on point to a lot of stuff. If you know, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, moving on, DC Power, A Celebration, number one. Uh, this is their Black History Month book. Uh, it's, an, again, another anthology book. There's going to be a lot of stories in here uh, about a lot of different characters. The main takeaway here, in my opinion, there's going to be a cyborg one-shot story in here that leads into the newly announced cyborg book that will be ongoing coming out later on um i think in march maybe may yeah yeah but a good pickup there 
uh man harlequin romances this is their uh valentine's day book right harlequin based off of these old trashy not uh, romance novels my mom yeah. read the fuck out of these back in the day um love this yeah i mean they, here this is i don't know if they call them that anymore but they still sell these things yeah i used to work at barnes yeah. and noble and there's like whole shelves of these but yeah, um, they still sell these trashy, i'm honestly surprised i'm honestly surprised they didn't do this already you know this seems like such a low-hanging fruit it um, well, does I mean, Harley Quinn has never been this popular, though, so I guess it seems like the time to cash in on this terrible pun idea, which honestly, it it's got... It is. It's I will a say, though, pun. they are doing a great job with this pun, though. I fucking love this, like, hunky Superman with his farm, like, romance cover here. Yeah, dude, I love this cover so much. I love it. Uh, again, big ask. It's 10 bucks. Okay? Oof. It's a big ask, Oof. dude. Yeah, that's a big, big ask. But if you're a DC fan, it is a very light DC week. I honestly so want to see more of these covers, though, if we have a chance. Uh, well, there are a couple. Let me see if we can uh, see. Pull them up. Okay, so like Aquaman, no, like in the waves. That's a good one. Here. Yeah, that's okay. That one's a little. That doesn't beat the Superman know, one, funny. but it's yeah. leaning into the humor. Yeah. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Very fun they're doing that. But again, that's going to be another anthology book, a bunch of one-shot of romance stories uh, for Valentine's Day. Um, moving on, the Flash one-minute war one-shot. This has been going on through the Flash book. Uh, it's been fantastic. It's been so much fun. I love this fucking cover here. with That's a great Wally, cover. Wally, uh, Barry, and, and I mean, I don't even know who that other one is. Mark. There's so many fucking flashes, it's so hard to keep track. I think he's going by impulse nowadays. That's Bart Allen. Yes. Grand, Barry's yeah, grandson Bart, from Bart. the future. But yeah. Barry's grandson from the future is a 90s-ass concept. And this has been a very 90s-ass story. But I mean that as a yes. compliment. This has been like a really fun type of thing he would have read like during like the Jeff Johns Wally West run. You know? Yes. Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, Flash is very underrated at DC right now, but he has not been this good in so long. Yeah. It's wild. It's really fun. A uh, couple of co couple covers to that. Um, the last book, honestly, that's five books, but they're all way over, you know, typical cover price is a Lazarus planet uh, tie in legends reborn. Uh, this has been hit or miss for me. Most of these Lazarus planet one shots, right. Are anthology books where there's a different writer and a different artist doing three or four different stories. And a lot of them have been hit or miss. Um, I'm still reading them all. I'm still picking them all up, but we do have Alex Segura, Greg fucking Pac doing a book. Nice. Clayton Henry doing art. Um, so yeah, I'm really anxious for that to actually be over. Cause I really think Mark Wade has a, good plan for the 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 book ending issue that he's just going to write himself because up to that point it was a really fun sort of thing leaning out of batman uh versus robin and then the one shot that he did where everything was going crazy these other one shots with the anthology stuff going on just have not been up to par compared to those other uh issues but i have ex i'm excited for the end end of the thing so well, I uh, hope and DC so. has a lot going on. 
DC yeah, got a lot going on. They're throwing a lot. I mean, anthologies yeah. by their very nature, right? There's got to be some good ones in there. Yeah. But yeah, it's a big ask, though, for six bucks. Yeah, no shit. I mean, it looks like we're getting some nuclear men back, which is always fun. But uh, mm-hmm. all right, moving on. Uh, House of Ideas, uh, Avengers 65. I know this is a big one on on uh, Taylor's radar. We're finally going to figure out who, what's his name? Avenger Alpha, Avenger. Avenger Prime. Prime. They review. They did Prime. show us who I it is. Something. I mean, they'll get into like how, like the hows and whys and everything, but they did already tell us who this is. Um, this was from, yeah. well, do you know? Uh, yeah, I know. Go ahead. Spoil it. Spoil it as much as you want. Are you there? Oh, Taylor might have dropped off. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, we'll look at this preview. Very good book. Very good looking. Uh, I have such this, like, duality in my brain about Jason Aaron's Avengers run. It's been so much fun. But it's been just such big, dumb, stupid fun over and over again. He's visited and revisited different angles. None of it has seemed very cohesive, but uh, it's still pretty damn good. You know, I mean, it's Jason Aaron. He knows how to write a damn comic book, you know. Uh, Moving on from from there, uh, we do have a debut bloodline. Daughter of Blade. I don't know if we need this. Uh, it looks okay. Danny Lore is a hell of a writer. Uh, Karen Darbo uh, does the art pretty okay here. Not really my take on this early preview. You know, my not my cup of tea. Um, the coloring bothers me more than anything. But, uh, yeah, I'm just not sure I'm into a bloodline Daughter of Blade. Are they going to introduce her into the MCU? Is that what they're leaning for here? I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. Any comment on Bloodline, Taylor? Oh, I don't think he's back yet. He tried to be back, but now he's not. Um, Moving on from there, uh, Sentinel of Liberty is setting up the Cold War still, which is really cool. We have the new invaders that was set up in the last issue of this story. That, man, that should be really, really fucking fun. Honestly, this is probably twice. Um, oh, hey. Are you- oh, there you are. Hey. Was I gone or were you hey. gone? Uh, do what? Was I gone or were What's you that? gone? No, you were gone. You ended up gone. I think I was okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Avenger 65, uh, Avenger Prime. Go ahead. Spoiler. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's Loki. Um, it's some Loki from some other it's universe. Fucking Loki. And honestly, yeah, it's thematically appropriate. They even made the point, right? Like, who? No one else can bring the Avengers together but Loki. You know, he's the first one who did it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it was me that yeah, was Andy gone. Okay. In, no, Taylor was gone. Yeah, good, good, good. I mean, at least we weren't off. I was um, trying to vamp yeah, because I thought that you were the one who was gone. So I'm glad that it was in fact <laughs> me that was gone. Uh, right. Man. Um. Uh, moving on from Avengers, uh, Bloodline, Daughter of Blade. I'm not sure we need this unless Bloodline is going to be introduced in the Blade movie. 
I have a hard time imagining that. At least not Me until too. like a sequel, right? The first Blade movie, you just do Blade, right? You don't need to bring in all these like ancillary characters. I mean, maybe a post credit scene where he's had a daughter, but even I suppose then, we'll it see. It's a little early for that. It is, especially because that Blade movie is not even coming out until um, I don't think even next year, is it? Yeah, it's they don't even have a script yet. They went back to rewriting the script mm. because uh, what's his name? I, I, man, I have such a hard time pronouncing that gentleman's name, but he didn't like the script. Maharshala Ali. Yeah. Uh, but they they are really leaning into this bloodline book. There I don't know if I'm a parents. big enough Blade fan to lead to read about like the Blade expanded universe here, but yeah. um, this could be a lot of fun though. I mean, it, Blade is a character that could use more of a supporting cast, and hey, this could be an opportunity for them to build one. Yeah, 100%. I love Blade as a character. He's fantastic. What a cool... A vampire Hunter, are you fucking killing me? That's awesome. But, yeah, Blade's daughter? I'm not sure I care. I'm not sure I care. Uh, anyway, moving on. Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty, the new invaders uh, strike. This was a fantastic lead-in, okay? Yes. The new invaders are fucking awesome. I am hyped I as hell this for this book, I gotta say. Yes, me too, dude. Me too. Uh, shit. Kelly and Lansing are just killing it on this book. That is not to take anything away from the other Captain America book, but man, this book is great. It's I mean, so even good. I really love the writing, and even if you didn't, like the, the stuff they're doing with like the big like spread pages in this book are worth picking it yes. up just for that alone, you know? Like the last yeah. issue with Modoc's like psychic attack, the way they illustrated that. that oh, was it was brilliant. so well done. So well done, dude. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Best cap run with Steve Rogers since the Baker run. Mm, that is a bold thing it. to say, but Only I mean, nine issues in. Yeah. I definitely I mean, consider it. Yeah. What else has there been? The Remender I can't run really dispute here. that. I mean, yeah, the Remender run was kind of like love it or hate it. Um, the Nick Spencer run, the less said about it, the better. The Tanahisi Coates run had some good ideas, but um, yeah, he just couldn't. This Tanahisi Coates is not a comic book writer. I'm sorry, yeah. he's just not. He's just not. But this has been an outstanding run. I am loving the hell out of this. Um, yeah, these guys got their start with that uh, Captain America Corps, but or the the cap. What was it called? Captain Americas, the United States uh, of Captain America. Yeah, the United States of Captain America. Yeah. 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 Very well done. Very well done. Uh the Miller Jansen Omnibus of Daredevil. Hard to not oh, mention yeah. this. I mean, if you don't have it, you should get it, you know. Yeah, it's one of the best runs of Cap or of uh, Daredevil ever. And uh that's really saying a lot because there are so many good runs of Daredevil. Oh yeah, Daredevil is like the prestige book. Like, you know, yeah. great writers go on Daredevil and take their crack at the character. Yeah. Uh, something not worth mentioning, Dark Web Finale. Thank goodness it's ending. I've had such a terrible time with this book. Um, all of the Yeah, fucking clones, trash. man. It sucks. Clones are terrible. Stop with the fucking clones. Moving on. Uh, it does get a Momoko variant, though. That is one of my favorite Spider-Man Momoko variants. Look at that. Oh, that's gorgeous. Mm, I would definitely I get that style, as a poster, man. but yeah, that's not a comic I'm interested in. Yeah. That's not a comic I'm interested in. Uh, speaking of Peach Momoko, we do get a Demon Wars Down in Flames. 
uh, Peach Momoko just continuing her her work doing this Demon Wars thing. Man, this is going to be an omnibus by the time her ass is done with this. Uh, it's been so much fun so far. Every one of them has like a different name, though. Like you probably need to get the omnibus in order to keep everything straight after a while. Right. Uh, She touches on all of these unique angles, these very popular angles of the Marvel Comics universe, but then uses this like Japanese religious dogma in it like these little stories yeah like reimagining all these characters is like oni or yokoi you know they're all just yeah it's really brilliant stuff and of course you know peach momoko's artwork is unimpeachable so yeah it's really cool that marvel has let her do this uh i have to say that cb sabolsky the new eic i say new he's been there for like three or four years but him being such a big fan of Japanese culture and Japanese, you know, writing and stuff like that has really helped Peach Momoko excel at Marvel Comics and good for both of them, you know, because we get to to enjoy that, you know. So, yeah, bravo for everything going on there with that shit. Uh, moving on, Fantastic Four by Slot Volume 3. You know me, I wasn't a fan of the Slot Runner FF. I know you loved it, but... Uh, Again, this should be an omnibus. This should be a $120 omnibus with all of those collected in one big book Um, because it was worth it. You know, he did some cool things with the first family of comics. And yeah, it shouldn't be denied. Uh, Legion of X number 10. eh. We'll talk more about Legion of X, I think, next week on the Sunday night show with some. Yeah. Yeah. They announced like basically like a sequel story to this. But I mean, this has been a. And yeah, this isn't to say that it's like a bad book, but it is pretty mediocre and it does make it's it one a, of the like it's one of the lower tier X-Men books right now. I don't think Hickman would have ever approved this book because it's way too highbrow. I think Hickman himself would have liked it, but he's like, no, this isn't accessible enough. And that's the problem. Yeah, it's I mean not accessible enough. I'm pretty steeped in all the Krakoan going on, but this one still like kind of disappears up its own ass quite a lot. It does. That's the problem with Cy Spurrier in a lot of ways. He disappears up his own ass, and this is definitely an example of that. Uh, moving on, uh, Miles Morales number three. Finally, we get to meet Rabble. Uh, first full appearance was last issue. No, pardon yeah. me. First appearance. Like in costume appearance. Yes, yeah, it was... was last issue. This is her first appearance. Uh, this should be a big deal. Miles Morales is the future of Spider-Man in all aspects. Okay, not just in the comics. This is the best Peter Park, or pardon me, the best Spider-Man book we got going on. Fuck Peter Parker, but in the movies, well, I would say Morales fuck Peter Parker, future. but undeniably, Miles- this is the Spider-Man comic that is worth reading right now. Peter's yeah, comic um, so is trash. Good. Amazing Spider-Man is just a bad book, you know. It is. It is, dude. Um, I want to talk about a couple of variants for this uh, issue. Great Ken Lashley variant here. I love this so much. It's just simple in its presentation. And yeah, it just speaks to me. But the incomparable Ryan Stegman doing the inexplicable, making a Planet of the Apes tie-in variant look like the best damn cover of the week. Look at Honestly, that. if you didn't so put if it didn't good. have the Planet of the Apes stamp on it, I would have just thought this is like, you know, a cool like Miles is <laughs> yeah. randomly fighting some gorilla monster, you know? Yeah, right, dude. Right. 
Yeah, but that's oh, cool man, as hell, is, though. Yeah. yeah, this is so good. Incomparable Ryan Stegman keeping the KLC newsletter going while we have no idea what's going on with Donny Cates. Uh, anyway, Moon Knight continues with a bunch of variants. Uh, Scarlet Witch number two continues that Steve Orlando story. Uh, not a bad start. It was a decent uh, opening issue. Um, yeah. I like the premise a lot. It's a good setup for the character. And I also love bringing in Viv Vision here. She's a cool character from uh, Tom yeah. King's run on the Vision book. But yeah. it missed I don't know. If, the dialogue's a little off for me. It like, is, it feels like it it's is. kind of pointlessly grandiose at times. Even when they're sitting, like, having a fucking, like, coffee tea. across the table. Yeah, from they're each having other. a yeah. tea. It's, yeah. <coughs> yeah, it's a yeah, little... I don't know if I get that either. Pompous, seeming, yeah. you know? Uh, still worth it for that Sarah Pakelli art. Chris Allen helping out. With oh, absolutely. This is going to be a great-looking so. book, no matter what, you know? Yeah. Um, and Scarlet Witch is really super hot right now, you know? Uh, look, Alex Molly cover. Man, Alex Molly did my favorite, just my favorite Scarlet Witch story of all time, the ballad of uh, Wanda Maximoff and Clint Barton. Uh, I have it hanging on the fucking wall right up here, you know, right here uh, with Bendis. And Molly just bringing that Scarlet Witch love. Ah, so good. I go back and read that issue like all the time. Like if I'm feeling down, I go and read that issue and it just makes me feel better. Um, so yeah, nice to see Molly back on that character. Uh, moving on, we do have a debut for Silver so Surfer Ghostlight. <sighs> Man, they keep trying to do shit with Silver Surfer. I just don't get it. They're introducing like an anti-Silver Surfer here. Is that what in some the way. guy? Is that the Ghostlight? Is the character called yeah, Ghostlight? Yeah, the Ghostlight. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> There's been some great Silver I... Surfer stories. There's um, even the some of these like one recently was great. The Dan Slot run was fantastic. And even some of these little like minis that they put out where it's just like a little self-contained, yeah. whatever. Some of those have been pretty good, but this is one of those like wait and see things for me when it, it comes really to the Silver Surfer. It really is, dude. Even though I am a huge fan of uh, Valentin De, La uh, De Landro, he did one of my favorite runs of my absolute favorite run of X-Men ever, uh, X-Factor Investigations with Peter David writing. Hmm just so well done so i'm definitely picking that up just because he's doing uh the art inside um but really that's all we have we do get a santa staros number one uh justina ireland and uh, they have Pedro perez you know on the art so it's going to be good art i have no idea who justina ireland is but i'm afraid i don't know like but han yes. solo's first wife i guess yeah it was his old like partner in crime they had like a basically just like a like scam marriage in order to pull off a job at some point i don't know but okay, other than uh dr afra this is probably one of the more memorable characters that they introduced when they uh first got their hands on the star wars license well outside the the murder droids sure outside but... the murder droids and dr afra and um yeah and uh, Krasikstan. Okay, so she's actually pretty far down on the list. Yeah, she is actually pretty far down the list. Top she's five. a memorable character, though. She had a cool yeah. introduction. She just kind of got overshadowed by a lot of the other really cool characters that they threw out there. But, okay. um, yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah, great Pakeli, uh, Sarah Pakeli variant here on this. Uh, I just love when she does simple, just the two sons and walk. Ah, just very well done. 
Uh, I'm not sure even... I'm so far out of the Star Wars universe and comics. Oh, right yeah. Now. I'm definitely not going to pick this up just because I am out of that Star Wars churn, and I am yeah. daunted by the prospect of trying to get back in. Yeah. Uh, Storm in the Brotherhood poster. So stoked for that. Uh, Venom 16, Wakanda number 5 wraps up that story. But I think the big book, and this is so weird to say, we're all the way at the bottom of of the of the marvel shit and there's almost nothing from marvel this week we sure miles morales sure you know the demon wars sure if you're into dark web whatever. there's some gems in there but nothing that's like a big show-stopping premiere here you know yeah it, yeah exactly but ben percy and robert gill telling us who the man with the peacock tattoo is over in x-force might be the thing i'm most excited for this week dude i'm hoping this is somebody we know i'm hoping this is i don't know who i'm hoping it's for but man holy shit they wouldn't string us along this for like saying like right this has been going on since 2019 they want to string us along for like three years unless it was somebody we knew so it's got to be you know yeah i love beast here just throwing deadpool around like he doesn't give a fuck beast doesn't give a fuck he's like the biggest piece of shit He's worse than Dark Beast. He's worse than uh, Age of Apocalypse Dark Beast ever was. Ever. Because he's living in a... That was so funny with... uh... That was so funny with Mr. Sinister, right? Like, Yes. You'd be sad if I let you out. You're not even the darkest beast anymore. Oh, man. So good. But Omega Red has had a great arc here. We still have, like, angles with Colossus dealing with his... Uh, what the hell is that dude's name in Russia and the Omega red angle uh, Rasputin or whatever that. Yeah. Mikhail. That's right. Mikhail. So man, great things happening over at X-Force. Ben Percy, like low key, like the best writer in comics right now. Uh, Arguably. He has been killing X-Force and Ghost Rider. Holy fuck. Give that dude another event. Give him another event. He did X lives of Wolverine. Last year, X Live slash X Death, one of the, the probably my favorite event of the whole year. So, uh, all right, moving on. Uh, not much from Dynamite this week, just their basic, you know, Red Sonia, Gargoyles. Uh, but like we did mention uh, last night on the show, they are killing it with the, the Disney licenses. Darkwing Duck was great, Gargoyles is fun. So, uh, Purgatory, Vampirella. Um, some toys, and then we get into everything else, and, and we're sorry, y'all. Our guy ain't here, you know. Uh, our small press guy just isn't here. We do have black tape by Dan Panation over at AWA. I think this is going to be a good pickup this week. Um, but yeah, really beyond that, I know nothing that's going on in the small press this week. Um, it's me. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, here's one. Tales from Nottingham. Nottingham is the little book that could from, gosh, what, two years ago now? Where it's a dark retelling of um, Robin Hood and all of those characters. Um, David Hazan is revisiting that with some little small four or five page stories where we're seeing where Maid Marian had her tragedy. You know, where the sheriff of Nottingham, you know, hit rock bottom. So, uh, 
yeah, this was an Eisner Award nominated book, a Glad nominated book. Um, yeah, we're, it, it's good. We're going to see some fun stuff in the, in this book. If you're a fan of the Nottingham universe, this is definitely a pickup. If you picked up a copy of Nottingham number one, the first co- uh, first run, good on you. That book goes for a ton of money on the spec market right now. Um, but again, like we said at the top of the show, there's some good meat on the bone this week, but it's kind of a small bone, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's like <clears throat> there's nothing here that's going to like knock your socks off, but it's a lot of like old standbys, you know, things that, you know, yeah, good old reliables. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Miles Morales is going to be good, I'm sure. I'm looking forward to the next Avengers issue. Um, yeah. There's a couple of things I'm I'm interested to see if they can pick up, like, you know, Scarlet Witch number two and everything. Nice, um, nice. I am so tempted to get that Harley Quinn cover with like the just for the Superman cover. romance. Just I mean, for the hot cover, dude. Just for the hot cover. That's a little expensive, maybe just to get for the cover, but still. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's some definitely some some gems among there. There's lots of cool uh, image books coming out. Nothing that's like you know a big premiere, I think, from them or anything. But hey, get caught up on Eight Billion Genies and all that. Yeah. Right. Uh, Andy chiming in as a light week. It definitely it is. is, but they tend to skew is... towards the lighter side on the first week of the month, and this is going to yeah, be February first. So, yeah. Uh, but with that said, there is also a lot of potential. There's Almighty Number One over at Image, Blood Tree Number One over at Image. Um, IDW has Breath of Shadows Number One, so. On the ver- on the smaller press, there is some some stuff that could definitely lead into you know some of the best books of the year. Batman Legends of Gotham number one. Still, I'm not sure what to think about that. You know, Lazarus Planet tie-in, um, but really, it's there's no Marvel books that I am looking forward to except for my standards. You know, X Force. You know, really. Yeah, the old reliables. So, and I'm looking forward to that yeah. uh, one minute war thing from DC. Oh, uh, yes, for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, awesome. Man, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Really appreciate it. We would love it if you check out our boys, Eli, yeah, Eli and Leroy, over at the Comic Book Bullies. They did a show last night. It was very fun. Very good. Uh, they got a little bit off the rails, but don't they always? Uh, if you want to see more from them uh, and us, go to outrightgeekery.com. Links up there to everything we've got going on. The pages. The groups now, Andy, the Outright Geekery group over on Facebook, uh, all of our social media, all of our video channels, uh, Patreon, merch site, everything that, that you'd ever want, sans, you know, the, the douchebaggery. Check out the OutrightGeekery.com <laughs> website. Um, come back. We're going to do a show next week. We're not doing anything Super Bowl Sunday. Taylor's going to a party. He's decided to be social. One Sunday out of the year, I'm I'm, I'm going to sit here and get drunk and watch my Eagles stomp the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm and actually then, rooting for the Chiefs, so we're kind of against each okay. other. That's my okay. uncle lives in Kansas City, so oh, that's, whatever. That's as much of a connection as I have yeah. to either of the Chiefs right <laughs> you now. You know, I say that I don't give a fuck. You know, uh, I grew up in Allentown, Pennsylvania. My grandfather was uh, a big Eagles fan, so when we go over there and visit him on Sundays. He would just have the game on and be rooting for it. So it was kind of like handed down, you know, 
Yeah, but I mean that's that is honestly, a legit reason to root for him. But fuck, yeah. I will say, yeah. as a collective, Eagles fans are terrible people. Oh yeah, we're terrible. We're terrible. And I happen to know that you are a terrible person, but I'll give exactly. you grand. So I'll give you grand dad a benefit of the doubt. Yeah. First-hand evidence that Eagles fans are just. I mean, shit. You, you kind of verify my prejudices yes, here. Somewhere, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so yeah, definitely check out the bullies. Check us out. Come back on Monday. Again, thanks a lot, everybody, for hanging out. But most of all, thanks for this guy for hanging out with this guy. Hell yeah. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. It just occurred to me I wasn't here for it. Did you have to do your own shit talk show at the beginning? No, I would have just stopped. I had a